With us today is Dr. Peter Michalos, and uh, a scientist, a, med- a medical uh, 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 person, and uh, one smart guy. And uh, today he's with us, and he says he wants to talk to us about how the hell do we live longer. And uh, Dr. Michalos, what ideas do you have today? Well, good morning, John. Good morning, Captain Table audience. Today I want to talk about the uh, blood test in your annual physical and some of the 10 most important blood tests for uh, longevity and sometimes some of the tests you have to ask for because sometimes on a routine physical they might not do them. Usually we want to start off with the CBC, which is a complete blood count, which gives you a lot of information about, for example, your WBC or your white blood cell count, and that tells you whether you have an infection or not. Sometimes the basic CBC can spot if you have leukemia, for example, or if your white blood cells or your lymphocytes are too low, it means you have an immune compromised situation. And the other uh, blood tests that uh, we normally do are for uh, fasting blood sugar. Fasting blood sugar is very important, but there's another one that's even more important, like it's called the hemoglobin A1C. And that tells you your blood sugar levels for the last 90 days. And it gives you the best picture of blood sugar control. And what is it? It's the percentage of sugar that's attached to your red blood cell hemoglobin. And that will give you a great idea of whether you're pre-diabetes, diabetes. And it tells us the risk of heart attack and stroke because diabetes is associated with an increased risk of those uh, conditions. Is it a type of A1C test where it gives you the long-term uh, uh, sugar content in your blood system? Yes, it shows you the percentage of sugar that gets bound to your hemoglobin, which is the iron part of your red blood cell, which is the taxi cab that tra- tra- travels the oxygen throughout your blood vessels to the various organs. And another little tidbit for the day is how many organs does the human body have? We have 78 organs and we have to feed all 78 of them. And uh, we just think of the big ones, but there's little ones like the parathyroids and the adrenals and all these other uh, different things. The other thing that's very important to check is your TSH thyroid profile, because that's basically the thermostat of your body. It's like your spark plug. And if you have hypothyroidism and your thyroid is low, you start to gain weight, you can have depression, you get dry skin, you get, I spot a lot of people when I look at their faces because they have lateral thinning of their eyebrow. When your eyebrows start getting thin on the outer portion and your voice gets a little hoarse, that's a sign of hypothyroidism. So if you have that, you have to replace it with thyroid hormone. Or you can have too much thyroid hormone where your heart is pounding, beating fast, you're losing too much weight, you're nervous, you have anxiety, And also you have to sometimes check when you have abnormal thyroid, you do an ultrasound of the head and neck and you find sometimes benign thyroid tumors or cancerous thyroid tumors or parathyroid tumors, which is another organ adjacent to the thyroid. And that can be picked up with that simple blood test. Another important blood test is called fibrinogen, which oftentimes doctors don't check routinely. And it tells you, and fibrinogen is a contributor to blood clots, And it can tell you if you have an increased risk of heart attack, strokes, and general inflammation in the body. And it can even be elevated in people with rheumatoid arthritis and kidney inflammation. So that's another marker that sometimes you have to ask for, which is very, very important. There are other inflammation markers like the homocysteine levels, which is another marker of inflammation. 
And there's also something called C-reactive protein and highly sensitive C-reactive protein, which is also found in inflammatory conditions. And those are predictors for less longevity if your if you're, uh, C-reactive protein is high. And the other thing that's fascinating is they did a study where they had uh, several hundred people do flossing on a regular basis, multiple times a day after every meal. And they ended up having lower C-reactive proteins. So there is that connection between dental health and heart attacks, strokes, and cardiovascular peripheral disease. So it's very important that we have frequent visits and follow-ups to our dentists and having regular dental and teeth cleaning. And those people who don't have dental insurance, there are ways to get cheaper uh, dental evaluations in clinics under the supervision of attending physicians and all the dental schools have these clinics where you can get cleanings and sometimes even a, a cavity, a cap or a tooth and pay a quarter of the price of your word if you're underinsured and that's a tidbit. The other thing is an uh, important blood test which is not often done and uh, I know of another case recently uh, of someone who found sarcoma, another one who found a pancreatic cancer using the gallery test by Grail, which is a blood test that can spot 50 different cancers before they even start, founded by a gentleman whose wife died in Silicon Valley of breast cancer. And he said, there's got to be a better way. So with this blood test, you can actually find the earliest signs of a cancer just when it starts in the bloodstream before it shows up on blood tests, MRIs, or a physical. And you can save people lives, including someone that I recommended get it. They found an ovarian cancer early on that did not show up on any test. And then finally they did an MRI after the gallery test showed positive ovarian signal and they were able to treat it early. And that person's going to go on to have a normal, healthy life. We talked about in the past that uh, uh, I stopped using a mouthwash that had alcohol in it because our discussion was that the alcohol kills a lot of the good genes. Um, and uh, we, we talked about possibly uh, uh, getting a uh, uh, a probiotic that will give us back the genes that uh, alcohol kills. Uh, in addition, uh, what best way to wash out your mouth if you're not going to use uh, a mouthwash with with uh, alcohol? Okay. How about the old-fashioned way, maybe uh, water and uh, salt? Well, the problem, I think good old-fashioned toothpaste works just fine. The problem with salt is as we get older is that we have high blood pressure. Using that salt may not always be the best thing. Sometimes after you have a dental procedure or your tooth pull, salt gargling is helpful. Why? Because salt causes an osmotic shift, which pulls fluid out of the cells, tightens them up so you don't bleed as much uh, when you gargle with salt water after a dental procedure. But a good old-fashioned uh, toothbrush is just fine and rinsing well. The idea is you don't want to swallow too much of antibacterials or too much of alcohol because that can also have effect on the good bacteria and the microbiome, just like excessive alcohol disrupts the microbiome. And that little thin layer of mucus between our gut and the bacteria and our bloodstream in that intestinal layer gets damaged by alcohol. And that's why the large European study even showed that people who have, especially women, more than four alcoholic beverages a week have a much higher incidence of getting cancer. Say that one again. If you have four or more alcoholic beverages a week, your cancer rate increases dramatically, especially in women in a large European Union study done with alcohol. So not only does it disrupt the microbiome, 
So everything is moderation. We've learned that our, we're just a big bag of chemicals and we need to biohack and do our blood work and monitor things, eat a balanced diet, try to uh, never smoke because it takes 10 years off your life and limit alcoholic beverages and try to lose weight. And we talked about intermittent fasting and its importance and uh, having a multivitamin on board or something with fish oil in it, and the good omega-3 fatty acids, things with vitamin A and C. And as we talked about vitamin D, and there's so much literature coming out recently with vitamin D and dementia, if you have, and also people who have cancers have been found to have lower vitamin D levels. So keeping that vitamin D level up also they found in COVID, the people who had higher D levels ended up in the hospital less. The people who ended up dying or ended up in the hospital tended to have lower vitamin D levels. And it's also associated with depression because vitamin D is a hormone and it's a precursor to serotonin production, which is the happy hormone in our brain. And it also is made in our gut and vitamin D in our gut is also part of it. And the good bacteria help us make those happy hormones. So all these different tests are very important to check and to have a healthy, uh, balanced uh, diet and uh, continue to listen to WABC so we can keep our audience healthy and living for a long time and always check with your own physician before you start any vitamin or any program. Well, Dr. Peter Michalos, have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you again real soon, and thank you for everything you do for for our listeners. And thanks for always getting the truth out on the Cats Roundtable. Okay. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.